0: We're talking today about unified security monitoring and we're talking with Ron Gula, the CEO of Tenable Network Security. Ron, thanks so much for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Ron, just to set some context for people, let's define unified security monitoring. What is it really in a business context?
1: It's a different way of looking at the various information security processes that are going on in your organization right now. My background, I got started in this doing intrusion detection, and these are the folks who sniff packets to look for the bad guys coming into or out of your network. There's a lot of other groups in information security. Some of these people are in IT management, firewalls, antivirus, vulnerability scanning, what have you. In the financial communities, what I see is that much of these processes are done in silos. They don't communicate to each other. The process of unified security, security monitoring is to bring this all together so that your offense knows what your defense is doing, so that you know if you're defending against the correct threats and you have the synergy of being able to react when you get new information from any part of your group.
0: So, Ron, what are the security challenges in the enterprise today that really demand unified security monitoring?
1: There's really two. On one hand, you have technical challenges of just having this data that's available that you need to feed it into different systems. and the other hand, is you have political stuff. Just talking about each of those for a second, If you're trying to do vulnerability scanning, for example, for a very, very large organization, doing the vulnerability scan, there's an effort involved with that. But then taking the results of that vulnerability scan and piecing it up and sharing it to the various political groups, that's the hard part. And unless you have buy-in from all those different groups out there, you're going to have issues with buy-in. Are they going to believe the data? Are they going to make use of it? Are they going to act on it? It's very, very difficult. Now, on the other hand, politically, you might have groups within your organization who don't want to be audited. They might not have a need to be uh, have their security inspected by a third party, to have their, their source code reviewed, to have their processes reviewed. It's very, very interesting, some of the conversations we've had. So, But however, if you're going to try to defend a large financial organization and you don't have the buy-in from those groups, you're going to have gaps in your coverage.
0: Well, you know, that segues into a question I wanted to ask, which is really about trying to build a business case for this. What are the business benefits that are going to be realized by an investment in unified security monitoring?
1: There's there's several. At a very, very minute scale, you can simply leverage the scalability of the modern technologies. If you can buy a 10-gigabit intrusion prevention system, for example, that that one intrusion prevention system might be good for the entire organization. If you can buy a service where you can scan large networks for vulnerabilities – Again, you might be able to leverage a lower cost than as if if everybody went out and bought their own technology. Having said that, if everybody does go out and buy their own technology, then it's sort of like having two clocks. You never know what time it is. Uh, And and that actually can cause a lot of issues when people are trying to be, quote-unquote, 100% compliant or 100% secure. As a vendor, I'm often asked by my customers, you know, how do I know when I'm done? How do I know when I'm secure? And it's... It's a very interesting question because you can only go so far with one particular product. But the specific business case, though, that the benefits that i realized here is that if you approach security from the point of view of implementing high-level business objectives, and that includes a lot of transparency in how your IT group works, a lot of transparency in how your security group is auditing things, you can actually lower the cost of IT operations. And a benefit from that is you get good security. So, for example, if your IT group is supposed to be managing all of the servers to a unique baseline and your, I, your security group is auditing against that, well, if that is indeed having an effect, then you're going to need less IT resources to maintain a consistent baseline. A side effect of that is you have less antivirus tickets, you have less help desk tickets, you have less security issues. So that should be your biggest goal in deploying something like unified security monitoring, is that you should be able to measure some sort of reduced cost in the IT
0: cost of your business. Now, Ron, my understanding is that unified security monitoring also has some ancillary benefits and other elements of risk management and compliance. Can you offer up some of those, please? Absolutely. So
1: if you are a large financial organization, or any large organization for that matter, you have a heavy load in that you have to demonstrate compliance. You can have the best system administrators in the world. You could have bought the most secure firewall or or the best antivirus product. At the end of the day, if you have an auditor from the U.S. government, from the credit card industry, from the healthcare industry, or perhaps you're such a large organization that you, you have your own auditors, if you need to prove to them that what you're doing is good, That can be a completely different different, uh, issue. I've talked to a lot of CISOs, a lot of CSOs, and they say the burden proof, proving that you're secure, is almost as difficult as knowing that you're secure. So if you have the unified security monitoring, if you have the ability to pivot from knowing your vulnerabilities to knowing your intrusions to knowing your configurations, to be able to search logs, to be able to do whatever it is you need to do, then when that auditor asks you about antivirus or about patching, or about standard configs, and you can have that data at your fingertips. And then you can also show evidence in the other areas. In other words, looking at your vulnerability scanner for results from your antivirus or looking in your logs to know that your systems are being patched. If you can show that you have that type of thorough understanding of what's on your network, demonstrating compliance with any of the regulations out there is is much, much, much easier.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Now, if I'm an organization of that size, then I've got a significant existing security technology investment. How does your approach help me maximize that investment?
1: The, the way it's maximized is by looking at the specific technologies and saying, what more can I get out of this than, than what it's doing for me? So the, the example I always throw out, and we'll use a couple here, is, is, is vulnerability scanner. I often ask people, what does a vulnerability scanner tell you? And the obvious answer is is where my vulnerabilities are. But in the context of a compliant organization that's trying to perform unified security management, unified security monitoring, what they're really going to find are computers, servers, users, systems that are not being managed. In other words, a modern organization is going to have something like a patch policy or a baseline configuration. And when you find a vulnerability scanner and you find vulnerabilities, you are going to see evidence of maybe vulnerabilities that came out a day ago. But if your patching policy says, my patching window is 30 days, really vulnerabilities that are older than 40 days or 30 days or or, or 50 days are indicative of a system that is not being managed. And that allows your group to be a lot more responsive and proactive. It's not so much to say, hey, you need to go and... Uh, fix this, you have these security issues, you can say, hey, you need to go and fix this process. These machines aren't being managed. Now, when I talk to a lot of traditional security experts, and we talk about the different ways you can use intrusion detection systems and firewalls and and, uh, configuration auditing systems in this this manner, I get a lot of, wow, I never really thought about it that way. But but if you can rise sort of to the next level and apply that data in a way how it looks for the business unit, you can get a lot of mileage out of your existing uh, security investments.
0: Well, I like those examples, Ron. I wanted to ask you, can you give us some examples of how some of your customers have benefited from this approach? And I understand you probably can't name names, but you can probably give some, some good examples of this.
1: Sure. And we'll just do a real a real simple, uh, two simple ones. So if you have the, vulnerability, the classic vulnerability scanning uh, problem where most scanners do a really good job of simulating the hacker view of the network, let's just scan and find systems out there. Yet almost every scanner out there, you can give credentials, the same credentials that your IT administrators use to manage your DNS servers and your Windows domain controllers and things like that. If you can deploy such a system where you have enough transparency that your controllers and your administrators can give these credentials, then what you get is a lot more visibility. And it's thing to have your IT group or your your uh, your information server group be able to look at their own servers and see their configurations. It's another thing completely to have a group with responsibility for compliance and security. auditing to have that third-party group, that's a, a form of. Uh, it, it's basically a way to get people to be incentivized, have incentives to make sure their systems are patched, and also not to you know exceed any service level agreements and things like that. Now, if you have a more serious incident or you have something like the config or Worm where you're trying to respond to. Being able to have one group that has access to the network traffic, the vulnerabilities, the configurations, and various types of other information that you can bring in in the unified security monitoring strategy, it makes this, this notion of how do we respond to the underlying vulnerabilities of the config or worm, how do we respond to the actual worm itself, much, much, much easier. It allows organizations, and we've had several customers who've done this, be able to respond quicker and make better decisions sooner, which can really limit the type of outbreak that's uh, that's been going on there. There's many others. We could talk about PCI, web app auditing, things like that, but the idea is transparency to bring everything under one view where you can make better decisions because you have better information.
0: Ron, one last question for you. If you could offer one piece of advice to somebody that's just heard about unified security monitoring and wants to go down that path, what would your advice be?
1: If you're in an organization where this unified security monitoring concept seems new because you're not doing it, then my piece of advice is to pick one other type of technology that your security group, assuming you're coming from some sort of security monitoring point of view, does not have access to. Uh, For example, there's a lot of people in security audit where they don't have access to the daily firewall logs or they don't have access to the daily web logs or they don't have access to the daily user authentication logs. And any of those types of things can have dramatic Impact on any type of security posture assessment, any type of incident response, and possibly compliance reporting. Pick one. Pick one, make a business case, get executive buy-in, and then try to figure out a way for you to integrate that into one kind of dashboard, one kind of system. Now, there's, there's, there's vendors like Tenable who have products that do this. There's open source tools out there. There's ways to outsource. But the idea is to really pick one area that you can think you can get a lot of synergy out of and and tackle that. Once you demonstrate that there's a lot of value in bringing this information together, you should be able to get buy-in and show value with other types of security and compliance monitoring technologies.
0: Ron, that's excellent. I really appreciate your time and your insight today.
1: Thank you very much for the questions.
0: We've been talking about unified security monitoring. We've been talking with Ron Gula, CEO of Tenable Network Security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.